All right. Okay. We're in. We're in business. We're back. Wow, it's been a minute. Like, like four or five months. You know, I'll be honest. We were going really strong for a while there. I felt really confident, and then it went to the. It went it to just, shit. It just fell apart. Real yeah. quick. Yeah. Well, Jake gets upset because he's not on him anymore. And then me and you just have our insane lives of between bachelor parties, parties and weddings. And we just, work and oh. other life shit popping up. Why? Well, I'm pretty sure since we last recorded, Nolan, Addison, and myself have all three now been booed up. I'm just, I'm just doing my own and thing. And Blake's just here. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, I think since the last recording, that's true, right? Or was Addison already booed up? I think Addison was, and Nolan was just starting. On the cusp? Yeah. Well, him and his boo thing talked for a minute. They talked for a while before they were official. Yeah, I think it was a couple months. And then me and me and my girl talked for, like, what, three weeks? Something like that? A month? I, I couldn't tell you. I, I couldn't. I think uh, it started around the end of Thanksgiving, maybe? I was hoping you remember, because I had lost track of time. You remember? No, nah, not even close. I... <laughs> Ballpark ideas. Now, I think that the 18th, the 12th or the 18th, it's one of those two dates. One is when we started talking, the other one's when we were official. I think, I want to say the 18th is when we were official. If I get this wrong, I'm going to get yelled at. I can just tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get so much trouble. We'll, we'll just go with the 18th. It sounds right. Oh, it's such a bold move. All right, let's hope. On the next podcast, in two months from now, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll tell you if we, if we were right or wrong. Oh, my God. I want to just, the contrast right now of me drinking this coffee and you drinking a White Claw, and what time is it? It's 6, 10 p.m. on a Saturday night. God, we are old. Or I am old, I feel like, at least. How do you think I feel? I mean, and then Addison's older than I am. Like, But I think Addison acts the youngest of all of us, though. Does he not? No, that's definitely Nolan. Nolan's the child of the group, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan will always be, like, the little, like... No oh, one is no the person one. to ask you to do something that only people would ask their parents to do. And I'll ask yeah. his friends to do it for him. That's Nolan. Nolan, we're gonna have to be, we're gonna be babysitting him until we're all like eighty. We're still gonna be like, is Nolan alive? Is he okay? Has anyone checked in on him? Did he even remember to pay his bills? I have probably be having to pay me for his bills, and I'll be paying him <laughs> for him or something. <laughs> Knowing him, it's not gonna get done. He's gonna be evicted. I'm highly concerned for him, but. Since the last podcast, we've had a wedding, which I had a wedding today, which was, I got invited to an hour before it started. Yeah, very spur of the moment. We've had a bachelor party, any other big life events that have happened in, the, in recent history or memory? Uh, I mean, just going through the holidays with everyone. Um, Nolan oh, finally yeah. graduated. Nolan did graduate. That's a shocker to all of us. Didn't see that one coming, but here we are. <laughs> he actually did it. He got his confirmation today that... His diploma was actually like... Can we please hide it when he gets here? <laughs> Just hold it for ransom? He has so many plans. He was telling me about it earlier, about like where he wants to put it in his room. and like. Did he show you the diploma holder? Oh, how... What they did to him? Oh, how pathetic it is? Well, no, the holder it, on the outside of the box or like the thing, the envelope it came in, it says like fragile, like, like in big boulder, like fragile, like do not crease, like keep flat. And when they put it into our mailbox, the only way to make it fit was if you literally like crammed it sideways, folded it, and like shoved it in the mailbox. So when he opened it, 
It was the most janky thing you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. It was completely ruined. And he was like, if my diploma is in here, I'm going to cry. And we opened it. And luckily, it was just the like the holder, which no one uses. You just frame your diploma. Did he still? Did he set this address as to where to ship the diploma? I think so. He shouldn't have done that. Now that I'm think you're right. Like, I'll, you're probably gonna say like he shouldn't have done that. I'm just gonna go ahead and agree with you before you say that. <laughs> like that's a bad idea. If there's ever a time to try and call and change that address, now is the time to do it's it. It's already shipped. I'm pretty. I think they sent the confirmation email like three days ago because he told me that's already shipped. So I think it's gone. It's gonna get crushed. Oh. There's no. The, the odds of it surviving the mail carrier are astronomically low. They're slim to none. There's no way they don't destroy this letter. I wouldn't be surprised if he purposely took off work and just sat out next to y'all's mailboxes and I would. waited. I would. He's been in college for 25 years. I mean, that's a big moment. <laughs> His whole life has been leading up to this moment. He only took, what, five years, six years? I think he started 2016. Graduated the end of 2020. No, so he started 2015. I don't think so. Well, he graduated high school 15. Yeah, so he started fall 16. Okay, me too. Okay, I, for whatever reason, I feel like I graduated high school and started college in the same so, year. Yeah, he did it in four and a half years. Four and a half. That's not bad. I think the average in, in the United States is five. Me and you are, are the only ones in our friend group. I didn't graduate in four. I did it in four and a half. Really? Yeah, because I transferred twice. And so the, the first time I transferred, I lost um, 13 of the 30 like credit hours I had. Dude, that's, uh, that's the problem with transferring. You lose a lot of credit hours. It was mostly because it was going from like a super small junior college to... Well, the JUCO to the, like a D1. Like a st- well, I went from a JUCO to a community college and then community college to UNT. And... The community oh, transfer twice. Yeah, the community college was on like the UNT, like Texas level, like where they all kind of follow the same structure, and the junior college was not. So, I think they were having to like make a stretch to accept a lot of the stuff that I had already taken to try and accept it. So, like, I think one of my uh, extra classes I could have just used anything on ended up getting used on a math class. <laughs> Because well, that's just the only place they could slot it in. You know, if I could, if I could get any class just slid in, I would take a math class. I would not want to redo a math class. I got lucky that UNT did ASL as a foreign language because I did ASL in high school like an idiot. I mean, it's not an idiot thing to do. I love American Sign Language. Highly recommend it. But most colleges in the United States do not take American Sign Language or really? not allow it. Yeah, the UNT is like one of like, Five major universities in the United States, and I use major universities kind of loosely because, but UNT is considered one. Like academically, we're like a bigger university. Yeah, and surprisingly, and UNT is like only like one of like five or six that will acknowledge American Sign Language as a foreign language. So, like a lot of degrees require like you know, as a communications major, you have to have you have to have two years or four semesters of a foreign language. I did not want to do Spanish. I tried Spanish in middle school, and I absolutely was awful at it. I hated it. I remember like three words, and I did not like it. I did not do well. Now I got to high school, and I was like, what are my other options? And they are like, French? And I was like, no, that's not happening. And they are like, we have like Chinese. And I was like, do you, there's, do you see me? That's not happening either. Like, we have sign language. And I was like, let's give it a run. And then I liked it. I did three years. I did, it was only required to do some two 
I guess, two semesters of high school, but I guess one full year. I think it was two years in high school. And I actually ended up doing it for three years. Yeah, see, I just took Latin. Does that ever come in handy? Uh, you ever use that? The the entire reason I took it was because of like ACT, SAT, like word stuff. So knowing like word roots, because I had taken Spanish in middle school and I didn't like it. And it just felt like everyone took Spanish because it's Spanish and we're in Texas. Yeah. Uh, I took it. I hated it. And I was like, I know I'm not going to like any of these languages. So I took my two years and then bailed. Just pick the one that's going to benefit you the most in like your future. I mean, it helped because it was like such a new thing at the time for them to teach it that the teacher was basically in like one of those positions a lot of like grad student professors are where they just need trying to figure it out. They They need like 15 students in it. And so bodies and seats. So like even if you are awful at it, if you just drop the idea of dropping the class, like they'll Those they would they you. would do everything they could just to like be like, okay, we'll we'll keep you in there. We'll keep you in. We'll give you a C at least. Just to stay in. Just show up. That's all we ask. Oh, and I abuse the shit out of it. Oh, that and like when you have like a a, a coach, like a history teacher was always. They were the always history teachers. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that. Isn't isn't Sarah a history teacher? She might be. I think she just Texas history. She does. She teaches uh, or coaches too, doesn't she? So it, it adds <laughs> up. It's crazy. I don't know what it is about history teachers and coaches, but I swear all but one of my history teachers in high school were coaches. Can you imagine they made college coaches do that? Oh. Also have to teach. Oh, they would be teaching like geology. Could you imagine like the saving? <laughs> just trying to teach like anatomy or something. They'd just be teaching communication and be yelling at people. Here's how you're gonna play. <laughs> They'd probably be sport teaching like sports pathology or something, some dumb sports class, and it would be a blow off. Like the, all the athletes would take maybe it. Maybe like sports marketing or something. I could see that. Yeah, but maybe we're onto something. Should we call Bama <laughs> and be like, "Yo, that is one national title." That is true. Uh, they absolutely shit on everyone. I bet on Ohio, not to cover, but. Actually, no, I bet on Bama to win between seven by seven to 12 points. And boy, did they not do that. I knew if Clemson lost to Ohio State that Bama had it locked in because the only team, like matchup wise, that stood a chance against Bama was Clemson. And them choking and losing to Ohio State just secured the win for Alabama. Well, I think Clemson got exposed for the team they are. I don't think Clemson is that good, to be honest with you. I think Clemson's like okay, but I don't think they're as good as the ranking they had. I think A and M should have been in the playoffs. Oh, over Notre Dame, one hundred percent. Notre Dame has always been trash. Why do they keep getting bids into the playoffs? What are they doing that? I don't know if you've realized it at this point, but the playoff committee is basically just like a popularity contest, right? Like. It's yeah. the people who run all of the conferences are the ones that decide the people that get in. And Notre Dame is a big name brand school. So if Notre Dame is undefeated or has one loss and it's a toss up between Notre Dame and like a school like Texas A&M, which is a big brand itself, but it's not big like Notre Dame is. Yeah, Dame, yeah the northern. Right. Like the name brand is always going to take the spot. And that's why OU gets in so much is because OU is a name brand college football program. So if OU 
wins the Big 12 and has like no losses or one loss, like they're getting in. Oh, you's going to get in. It also helps that they produce Heisman quarterbacks every year, basically. So, yeah. So, do you want to hear? So, we just had a bachelor party, and I told you the other day I wanted to tell you the story, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. Are you ready to hear? Like the bachelor party, like the story of the of the trip. Oh, I'm ready because just the stories you told me when I picked you up from the airport were already great. Well, my story, my favorite story, hands down, is the. Do, ba- they, do they know that like people are going to talk about the stories? Yeah, I mean they know that. Well, so we recorded actually a large part of the trip, and someone made like a montage video about it. I it saw was, that. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of cringe, but it was still kind of cool. I think it was the music choice that made it cringy. Yeah, hundred percent. So, the, the my favorite this, this story might get confusing because Blake is sitting across from me at the table, but there's another Blake. It's Blake. Well, we'll Stuart. Just, Blake Stewart. You can. Well, what was the guy? Just Blake know Stewart. that when he says Blake, he's not talking about me. He's talking about um, one of our other friends who's also named Blake. Yeah. Um, but so we get so okay. So we'll, I'll put it this way. Blake and I are the only two guys on the trip that have girlfriends besides the bachelor who has his fiance, obviously. And so me and him are doing our own thing for a large portion of this trip. Like the guys are wanting to go like party and talk to girls and go pick up chicks and like do all, you know, bachelor stuff. And me and him are like cheering them on, like, yeah, go do your thing. But we're also going to be good boys and go hang out over here and talk to ourselves and like, you know, just, you know, shoot the shit. So the second night we go out, so the first time we got was fun. We had a limo and everything. We got bottle service. It was this whole thing. We, we planned it, and it happened, and it was great. The second night we go out, we're all hungover as shit. No one wants to go out. We're all dying. We end up, for some reason, back at the bar that we started the first time. We got bottle service, and the owner remembered us and was like, hey, do you want bottle service again? Keep in mind, the first time we had bottle service, they didn't charge us right. When we got our tap in the night, they only charged us $20 for our bottle service. Which I still think is ridiculous. They lost so much money on us that night, which is crazy. They saw us again. And I didn't want to go back. So if we go back, they might remember us and be like, oh, hey, y'all owe us like $200 or something for that night. When we got there, like, hey, y'all want ball service again? And I was like, surely there's no way they charge us 20 bucks again. And they didn't. They they charged us like 300 bucks this time. But between like 12 guys, it's like nothing. So we get I, wonder, I almost wonder if it was on purpose, like an incentive to try and like bring you back. Well, I mean, they, it's a bachelor party. They know we're from out. You'd think they would know we're from out of town. We're not regulars. Like we had ball service, at, like tavern, like our local bar in Denton. I could see them doing it cheap to get us to come back and do it again because we are frequent flyers. Yeah, but not at that bar. But I mean, who knows? They, they could type. I think they just fat fingered it. I think they just forgot a zero and charged us twenty instead of two hundred. But we go back. We start drinking. We get ball service. So obviously, the alcohol's flowing. We're getting drunk, and. Blake, the guy I'm there with, he looks at me and goes, hey, do you want to go mess with people? And a large portion of me saying yes is that Blake is the largest dude in our group by far. He's a huge dude. He's like absolutely six, massive. Six foot, 250, like just a huge dude, like a guy you would not want to get into a fight with. If you got into a fight with this guy, you would lose. There's no question about it. You're losing this fight, and he would kill you. Funny thing is, he's actually never been in a fight. He told me the other day. Yeah, because most of the time, any t- like someone considers fighting him, he's gotten drunk enough where he said, like, shit to people and fights were about to start, 
and people have no kind of held him back, there. and you can kind of tell the other person really didn't want to fight the guy, but they're trying to uphold their manhood and not look like they're they're really back hoping down. someone's gonna hold them. Yes, back. they were <laughs> they were banking on his friends coming in to like stop him. The step in between them. Ooh, Aston just walked in with a whole plate of food, and it's like prepared beautifully. I would give that. Look at that. Very well done, Addison. Chef Addy. What's the topic right now? We're going through the bachelor party, the Blake Wilson or Blake Stewart bathroom story. Huh? Oh, I told you this story. The bathroom? You showed me videos of it, but have I showed? Have I told you the bathroom story? No. Here, I'll make it really quick. I'll give you the abridged version. But so long story short, Blake Stewart and I go off on our own. He's like, "Hey, let's go get in some trouble. Let's go mess with some people." So we're walking around the bar. He like taps some guy on the shoulder. And like do the, like the the circle hand gesture like you hold down and like ah I got him. Yes. High school memories. Yeah, he got, he does that to every guy at the bar and every guy <laughs> kept every guy would be like ah you got me and they can't get too mad because this is like what are they gonna do fight him? No, this guy's huge. So like they were laughing. Trunks for arms. Yeah, they were were laugh, Everyone's laughing it off. It's actually going really well. I keep waiting for a guy to get pissed. We did it to probably easily twenty guys and no one got mad. And then we go, we walk by the bathroom and the bathroom was placed at probably the worst spot ever in this bar. It's like the dance floor and then the bathroom. And guys would just drunkenly throw the door open. And every time they'd hit some young girl in the head with the door. Like the door, every night, both of us we were there, we saw girls get hit every 10 minutes. A girl would get smacked by the door. And so Blake was standing there and the door would fly open and he'd grab the door and be like, that was too fast. I need you to go back into the bathroom and try that again. And 10 guys in a row were like, oh, I'm so sorry. And walked back into the bathroom <laughs> And then came back was out he slowly. His black shirt with yeah, chain? yeah. He was wearing all or black. I'm listen to him. <laughs> he was wearing all black. I was holding his drink, so it looked like he was a bouncer. He was a big motherfucker. Like you don't like. If some guy told me to do that, I'd be like, okay, I would do it too. <laughs> and so every guy that walked out of the bathroom walked right back in. And then we're saying they're doing it so many times. Someone goes, "Hey, y'all in line to go to the bathroom?" And me and Blake look at each other and go, "Yeah, we're in line." And then a line of like 10 to 15 guys form behind us. And then a real bouncer walks up and goes, what are you waiting for? It's a full bathroom in there. And the guy goes, they said they're in line. And we go, no, we didn't. <laughs> and so the guy's like, yes, you no, no, no. And it was so funny because the guy's like, you guys said you were in line. I was like, no, we didn't. We're just staying there. We're just talking. And he was like, you motherfuckers. I had to pee so bad. And he ran to the bathroom. And then that same night was also a night. Where our, me and Garen were on the dance floor, and this guy and this girl get into a fight, and they're like throwing hands, and this girl's like getting this guy. Hit, a guy and a girl. This girl's hitting him in the face, and so I grab this girl and I'm like, "Yo, yo, yo!" Like, calm down. And I, I turn around. It's actually a guy with just really long blonde hair. I thought it was a girl. It's actually a dude, <laughs> and the the she man had punched this guy in the face, and he lost his tooth. Oh, on the dance floor. So for about 10 minutes, we're all sitting there or like standing there with our flashlights on the dance floor looking for this guy's tooth. And later that night, we go into the bathroom and there's blood everywhere. It was bad. That night was a shit show. That was the second night, but it was fun. Let him in. Come here, Ollie. I swear he like knocks on the door. He's just bumping into it with his head. I want to know what it looks like from the outside. For those who don't know, me and Blake sit in the bedroom, and we, that sounds weird. We're sitting in my room, and Ollie's on the outside of the door, and you'll just hear, like, the door being nudged. I don't think he's going to do it with 
See, it's he's doing the same thing just from inside the room now. I'm gonna get a doggy door installed in my door, my room. <laughs> I just see Nolan coming through it drunkenly <laughs> in the middle if of the Nolan, night. Nolan would 100% get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> he would get stuck. That's some Nolan you shit. You just wake up the next day with him halfway through it, just like knocked the fuck out. Just like me that one night I came back. Oh my god! Remember, I oh yeah, we we talked about that yeah, before on the, on, on the podcast. Okay, yeah, that night. That remember, I saw I sent you the picture the other day, right? On Snapchat. Oh I, yeah. I found a video, a picture from that night with those girls. And I remember uh, when I saw it, I was like, "Why did they like they looked familiar? Like I knew you had oh, just that's met right. them. You did say that they did I, look familiar. I was like, I don't know where I know them from. I don't know if they've just like kind of been like a group we've been with before out at a bar somewhere." Or, or what? But they all looked familiar, and like you swore that like you just met them that night, and they didn't know who you were, and like y'all just hit it off as you know just drinking buddies, basically. No, yeah, it, that's. I, I did not know them before that night, and I've not talked to them ever since. It was that one night, and it was their bachelor. Wait, no, party. didn't you? Uh, I think you. Uh, what was it? I think you had said something about how like they also. Said one something. of them, one of them was drugged. I think so. Like the whole night, it was it was for them and then me. And at one point, because they kept guys would keep coming up and offering to buy shots. That's when you went. Uh, you went out there originally with um, Eric. Yeah, from Telos. Telos. Yeah, and he was there at that bar, but he he only remembers seeing me at the very beginning at that bar, and like with those girls. And he goes after that, like he didn't. But I was there. Until like one, and he was there till two. But he he doesn't drink. He's been sober for four years. He was like, I was stone cold sober that night. And he's like, I, I remember seeing you at the beginning, but like after like twelve, I never saw you. And I know I was there till one, and because like I think around twelve thirty is when I got drugged. Because yeah. at, at one o'clock, was I walked outside at one, and I couldn't even like see where I, I everything was just spinning. I couldn't see anything. Everything was like hazy. I remember I couldn't even barely get to my car. It was bad. It was a really, really rough night, but yeah, I could tell when you when I got back that night, I just saw you on the floor. I knew. But just seeing that night. picture of them brought back some memory. I was like, "What?" I still think uh, I do think it's crazy though. The night I met Eric for the first time, because you had like he had yeah. called you several times when we lived together, and like you always went over there and you told me about him. Is the night I met and like hung out with all the people at Telos is the same night that. Nicole um, connected you with Mackenzie. Oh yeah, that is a night that um, wild night. McKenzie- Considering what it was, like I was not expecting that kind of night. Wasn't that a Thanksgiving night? It was like a tell-off, like friendsgiving thing. Yeah, wow, that's the night that me and Mackenzie started talking, and then who would have known? That that is so crazy. It's funny because I've been I had asked Nicole like once before then, hey, like you should set us up, and she was like, no, nah, I don't know. You also found that video from Jake and Nicole's wedding of you dancing right next to her, and y'all didn't like. Well, we were dancing basically together because Dylan was is one of her best friends, mm-hmm. and Dylan was there. I mean, Dylan were dancing together, and the, the camera pans over, and then it's her right next to me, also dancing with us. But I was also extremely intoxicated. Not gonna lie, I think this podcast makes us sound like we are just the most like alcoholic, crazy people. But the stories that we have are created because of the alcohol, which we use in moderation. If you need help, call somebody. Only but like every weekend. Just every day that ends in Y. <laughs> but You're not wrong. 
Okay, so crazy new fact comes out um, recently saying that wearing socks while having sex actually improves your sex. That's a fact that just came out recently. Interesting. Are yeah. they the grippy socks? No, but I think that would make it even better. That's what I'm thinking. If you're going to go with socks, you got to go grippy. I don't even own get a that pair. E- get that extra traction. I don't even own a pair of grippy socks, but I think if you're doing it during sex, you might as well. So that way, you so at that point, you would have sex socks. That oh wow, we should brand that. Full <laughs> story sex socks. Get your just today. an orange sock with grips on the bottom. Typically, socks and sex are. Associated we could get the grip on the bottom and spell full of stories. Oh, someone trademark that right now. Someone call our lawyers. I feel like we end up like in one of those like some people talk about how like getting high is where like you enter that like very creative yeah. moment in like space in your head. But I feel like we hit that just with alcohol, which sounds like it wouldn't be possible. Well, but we we, like- we brainstorm a lot of great ideas, or at least we think they're great ideas while drinking. You know how excited we get. Sometimes we'll have an idea of like, let's open a bar, and we'll just get way too excited, get way too into it. Like, think of the logistics to a whole profit and loss sheet. And then a month later, we're like, whatever happened to that idea? And we're like, eh, on to the next one. Yeah, we would have done like actual research into like, um, like a storefront area or like a place where you could actually build it for pretty cheap, and then just out of nowhere, just drop the idea and move on. Let me ask you a question, Blake. What is it? If you had to build your dream perfect girl, what would it be? Uh, me, myself, and I. No, I'm kidding. Um, I was like, wow. <laughs> what a response. Uh, I don't really know. Like, when it comes but to, don't, like... Don't go crazy. But, like, you know... Are we talking, like, like... Realistically. Actual, like, dream, dream girl. Like, I get married to him, so we're talking, like... like Yeah, ideally you marry Character them. traits, or are we talking, like, physical appearance? Oh, like the girl you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Like your dream girl. Like the girl you're going to marry and like have kids with. Uh, I think one of the biggest things is um, being ambitious. So some sort of drive. Like even if you don't have some like nice high-end job, but having like some sort of goal to push for for the future um, in terms of going somewhere with what you're doing, I think is huge. I think it's kind of... Uh, stereotypical to say something like that, but I think there's a lot more people than you would realize that they, they just drive. they just graduate, get a job, and then they're just like, well, I have a job now. I I have no like a promotion to get a pay raise would be nice, but they don't really go through the effort to like put themselves in an advantageous position. Well, complac- complacency is a real problem. Right, you have to be smart about stuff like that. Also, I'm not looking for like some girl who's like supposed to be like a stay-at-home mom, right? Like, obviously, if I make enough money and they want to do that, go right ahead. But um, I think that just in general, just looking for something like that, because the biggest problem I have is I end up just getting bored. I've talked to you about this before. Like, I just get bored really quick, um, where it just kind of feels like. Within a couple weeks, nothing's really gone anywhere. I feel like I, I know everything there is to know about them. And well, at least you're not wasting your time, though. You know, like, oh, this girl's not it. Like, I know what I need to know about them. I can make my call on her and, like, you know, just kind of just weed your or weighing yourself off of her and be like, okay, on to the next one. Yeah. Instead of like, 
They're like, oh, maybe. Maybe I can, like, some guys will have that, like, the mindset, but girls are worse about this, in my opinion, of, like, maybe I can mold him in or her into the person I want them to be, or maybe, like, you know, I can fix them, per se, and... You know, that in my opinion, that's like such a bad way to go about relationships is that kind of aspect. You just want to, you know, love yourself, find someone loves themselves, and you love them, to love each other. And so, if if you know after three or four weeks, I mean, three or four weeks of like genuinely talking to somebody. Well, yeah, three or four time. weeks is very dependent upon like if you're seeing each other basically every single day for three or four weeks is different than like. That's true. That's for very true. like three or four weeks for me is I've maybe seen them like six, seven times, right? Uh, that's crazy because that's how that's typically for me too. But I remember me and Mackenzie first started talking, even since we've since our first date, I feel like I've seen her almost every day since our very first date. That's a very you thing. Is I, it? I feel like in an, uh, the entire time I've known you, I didn't really know you very much. Toward, like when you were still talking to Casey, um, so I don't really know. And that was on yeah, like the end right. of I, that relationship. I met y'all so right I, at the tail end of Casey. Uh, but in terms of like when uh, the people you have talked to, whether or not you ended up dating them or not, like if you talk to them for an extended period of time, you were around them or with them yeah. more, more times in the week than you weren't with them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just a lot of fun to be around. They want to be around me. It's not my fault. Ready? Hold on. Sports. Oh, that was a good crack. A nice seal. Oh yeah. Oh, I just got a notification in my bet win. Let's see. Who were you betting on today? Well, I'd can't. Oh, are you talking about the basketball games from last night? No, I, so I had UCLA um, minus 15 today, and they won by only like 13. That didn't hit. I had Cam Akers on the over of 18 rushes. He got 18, so that was a push. And I have the under on the um, Nets game. And the over under is 226. Right now they're at like. 160, and it's the end of the third. It's looking pretty good. They say the odds of me winning it right now are 55%. Not bad. So we're doing okay. But we're getting there. You know, for as much meal cups as we have, you think we drink meals more? We have a lot of meal cups. A ridiculous amount. They may or may not have originally belonged to us, but... How many meal cups do we own? Like I have a couple, he has a couple, no one has a couple. I think I have two as well. Yeah. We never... Well, ginger beers, you just don't buy ginger beer. You're never like, hmm, damn, I'm off the mule. Or you can just go to the fridge and, you know, you get your crisp white. You know what I had today? Actually, I just told him about it. A tequila mule. I think I've had one of those before, too. Really good. I had actually had like three of them, and they were really, really good. I was a big fan. What are you drinking out of that mule glass? A mule. Oh, have you ever had of a mule not out of a mule glass? Nope. It does not I've taste the same. Never heard of it. I don't know why it tastes different. I think it's in my head. I think it's I've a, thought about asking for like, like asking me if you've ever had sex with your clothes on. Nope. Not possible. We were just talking about how. Uh, oh yeah. Having sex with socks on apparently new, makes new sex better. Yeah. New study finds that having sex with socks on. That's what the study shows. Well, so yeah. we were talking about doing Full of Stories branded grippy socks. Yeah. And making them your sex socks. Sarah has some. Bro, she's like Spider-Man on the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know if they heard you say that, but I hope they didn't. For Sarah's sake. We need a third mic in here. That's fine. I'm just sitting here. I have our, I have our mics turned down so low because their music's so loud. 
I don't want to get copyrighted. The two people that listen to this podcast might copyright strike us. Canada, motherfucker. Go get you. Oh, yeah. The Canadian that listens. Welcome, Canadian. Welcome. He's probably long gone now. Is that I'm a, welcome to our friend group, guy. We definitely need to... I wish There's there was like the a police. comment section to Spotify. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Right? Like... Remember Spotify stories. <laughs> Twitter has I mean, now. basically every social media every, platform every, has done yeah. stories at this point, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> There's so many people that post like Spotify songs onto their stories too. Like, I like that'd be great. Spotify stories? Podcasts, some people like, I think a lot or of comments. If you, if you know what people look like, I don't like that. The podcasts that I listen to, I like. I have ideas in my head what they look like, but I don't want to know what they look like because I think it ruins the magic. It, it's like when you read a book. Yeah, it's like reading a book and like exactly. imagining what you think Harry Potter looks like instead of. Exactly. What, like, some casting director thought Harry Potter should look like. I lead it up to my imagination. And the one time, like, the I listened to 105.3 The Fan a lot. And the one, I, like, I listened to them a lot. And I was like, okay, I'm going to look up and see what they look like. They weren't even close to what I thought they were going to look like in my head. Did you ever listen to Kid Craddock in the morning? Kid Craddock in the morning? Yeah, and he yeah, died. Yeah, 106.1, right? Yeah. But going off of the basis of not knowing what they Yeah. Like, it, I did yeah, when I saw Kelly and... I expected Kelly to be a fucking dime. No, she's old. Mom. Yeah, Kelly's an older mom. The one girl's a dime. The other girl, not Kelly. What's the other girl's name on Kid Craddock? Oh, I can't remember. It's been years. Oh, it's like there's... What's the guys in, you know? I basically haven't touched radio since, like, high school. Oh, what's JC. Kid Craddock? Do you remember, like, the mommy time or whatever it was? My thing is I remember was love letters. Love letters to Kelly. Yeah. That's the one thing I remember. Kid Craddock morning show cast. Kelly Raspberry, Big Al, Big Al. Joe, JC, yeah. Anna Casalios, and Michael part-time Justin Chavez. Part-time. But he's yeah, new. <laughs> uh, that was my nickname at <laughs> my, my old company, Multiview. My, like, aunt, like, for, I don't know why. I think it's supposed to be like a diss. But my, one of my bosses would always call me like, what's up, part-time? And I'm like, what does that even mean? I thought it was kind of a diss, but I was like, I made the Your most... Your old job was a little quirky in that way. Yeah, I made the most money, so they're going to suck my ass. I didn't care. It's good times to be alive, baby. Oh, I found out today, if everyone's listening, I told my, I told the two people in, the, in front of me this, but I don't go back to work in the office until the end of this year. So I have officially 11 more months until I go back into the office. And I don't see, know, I'm losing my mind. See, I have no idea because all I've been told is my work group is switching buildings. And when you drive past the building in downtown Dallas, some of the windows are still boarded with wood because they're doing renovations to the building. I would say you're not going back for a while as well. Well, then on top of the fact that they did offer like the vaccine watch. to everyone. I like that watch. But I would say maybe... 60% of the people that were offered it actually went and got it. Um, well. So, best guess is I would probably be back in the office by around, like, August, September. Best case scenario. So, like, so you still have, like, five, six, seven, eight yeah. months. I mean, I don't know. Wait, are y'all going to get the vaccine when it's time for you guys to get it? Are y'all going to do it? Are you going to do it? Well, the whole reason I didn't... I didn't go and get the vaccine when I was offered it strictly because it was like, I haven't, I, I haven't really shown symptoms. I, I mean, I could have had it by now and just never known. I am completely baffled both, by the both fact Both my parents that have been, if... I've tested for antibodies and I 
Yeah, both of my I'm, parents got tested negative. for antibodies, and they did. They tested negative for antibodies. I am so. blown away by the fact that we have not had, none of our our friends had it. That's what I was gonna say. Is there's so many times that like I feel like our life hasn't extremely changed in the fact that like we still kind of like go out and go eat at places, go drink we places. We still do what we want to do. Yeah, it's just when it comes to bigger things like the bachelor party and going to Florida or trying to coordinate a larger group of people to go do something, that's when it kind of, like, shuts shit down. I will say my brother, uh, when he had COVID, um, he got tested for antibodies, like, three months after he had them, and then a month after that, um, he was negative for everything. Really? Yeah, the antibodies went away. They go away. Wow. Well. I think I've known that. I, I know that there's, like... I think the average is like six months. That's crazy. Yeah, I think a lot of that is just, it's so variable, just like the same way, like some people who are asymptomatic with that kind of stuff is it's just all over the place. You know what's crazy to me? It's just thinking into the future, like in say 10 years from now, they're going to look back and be like, wow, we did things so right, so wrong. We were so right about this. We were so wrong about that. Like, the things that we don't know now that we're going to know in, like, five or ten years is going to be what's fascinating to me. Also, telling our kids, like, yeah, like, I lived through, like, the pandemic of 2020, which is, like, the coronavirus. Yeah, it's kind of like telling kids about something like 9-11. Is, you know, like, yeah. they might have been alive when it happened, but, like, for them to completely comprehend what was going on is just beyond them. Yeah. Or, like, Landry, my girlfriend's kid, he's two. So, like... Half of his time on Earth has been during the pandemic, and he just now, like, well, just now, like eight, eight months ish, he started walking. He hasn't been able to really go to a park or like go play at a playground or interact with like other have kids. like play dates. And yeah, he hasn't been able to like get like social interaction because of the virus. So like, how is someone like him going to be changed because of that? Like, because humans are naturally insanely social creatures. So. Yeah, how it could completely alter some kid's, like, childhood progression. Oh, we're going to talk about this? Well, we can't really talk about it because it's a visual thing. Uh, Let's just say, so Carter won his fantasy football league. Damn right. Um, Damn right. You were playing some... uh, Let's go. Some very inexperienced people who don't really know what they were doing. Some were experienced. Some were just dumb. I would say there's maybe, like, three people in the entire league that actually knew that what they were doing out of 12 teams. So, but who has a trophy? So Carter did. Carter used the money he won from the league to buy the trophy, and the, the trophy looks like a a ripoff Lombardi Lombardi trophy. Well, so I was torn between getting. So that's the bigger of the two. I had two options. I had either like a a ten inch or a fourteen inch, and I was like, "Well, give me the fourteen because duh." So I got the 14-inch trophy. Maybe slightly compensating for something. Oh, somewhere. absolutely compensating. I need my trophy at least six times bigger than my penis. So um, there's that. That's hard math to do, actually, because six and 14 don't go together. Oh, well, seven times. I don't know. Whatever. But we, I got the trophy. It's engraved my name on it. Well, I had the option to get like a fully like silver one that's like the Lombardi, but it was it just looked cheap. Like, it looked not good. It would have been, obviously, like, plastic chrome. Yeah, it would not. Like if I, and if I was going to do that, at that point, I'm going to buy a silver-plated trophy, and I'm going to spend, like, 200 bucks. 
And there's no point in me. That's just ridiculous. And that's, I'm not going to do that. So this was the best option. But it's a really cool trophy. I like it a lot. I think it's really cool. Oh, I just realized the base fits like wood. Yeah. So the entire structure of it is probably just sculpted wood and they just overlaid it with. Yeah. I, don't know. I looked up online to try to see how they made it because it doesn't. That's s- wood. Yeah. When you knock it. on it, that's wood. Yeah. I know the bomb's wood. I just. I like it. It's a good keepsake. I need something to commemorate my victorious season and keep forever. Because I. I mean, I've only played fantasy. Five or six times, now I've won twice. So I'd say I'm pretty you know, I'm above average at this. See, I think the better idea, because I didn't, like, you didn't tell me you had gotten the trophy until after you'd already, like, bought it and paid for it and, like, paid for what you wanted exactly on the engraving. Oh, yeah. Is I was thinking you needed to have made it more like, actually like a Lombardi in the plaque part, where, like, if you want to keep that trophy, you have to win again next year. No, I'm not doing that. The trophy's mine forever. They can buy their own fucking trophy because <laughs> this is my trophy. Well, like you just used the money from the pool everyone threw in, so you were just using their money. The I won at that point's my money. Well, you get what I'm saying though. Is like that should have been a decision made by the league if there was going to be trophies. Well, they asked for that way the 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 ball sack trophy that Derek got like that gets passed the next last place person. That's true. Well. They asked, do you want to do a trophy where we can just keep engraving it and like adding on to it? The problem is I just don't see this league staying consistent. If if I knew that we were going to play these same 12 people in this league every year for the next 10 years. I wouldn't even say it needs to be the same 12 people. Even, same if, it commissioner was, even like, if it was like 10 people, 8 people, 6 people. As long as out. it's like the same like core group, you could just kept it going. It just means more of it's the same people, you know? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there was a lot of them that were kind of dog shit at fantasy football. There's definitely people next year that we don't get invite back. We'll say that. I think we're going to go to 10 man and we're going to kick two out. I know we've already talked about that. Like the top people in the league have already made that decision. that We're not going to invite two people back. And I also, I want to get you in the league. So I'm trying to get them to expel somebody else to get you in the league. Because, see, I, I'm still of the belief that eight-man is superior. Strictly because, like, you don't end up in those scenarios that you get in 10, 12-man leagues where it's like, oh, shit, my wide receiver two is injured this week. Let me start the the Jaguars number three receiver. Yeah, that's the promise. Right? Yeah. Is, and some people have made the argument, well, then, like, there's no, like, real big roster decisions to make, which is bullshit because... Uh, you're going to end up with, okay, now I have to pick between three number one receivers for a team, and I've got two spots. And you're actually having to specifically pick someone based on matchup and how you think they'll perform. Because one guy will still get 15 points, but the other two have gotten you 25 if, you'd start, if you start those two. so Yeah. I mean, I'm a big matchup guy. I, I am a big advocate of switching your defense in and out a lot. I had the Patriots defense that played really well for a while, and then I had the Rams defense, and I've played yeah, they're really well. I, I feel like I defense and kicker, you can kind of like just so, weekly yeah. rotate out until you find like a team or kicker that's just consistently playing well, oh, I and totally, you can just ride them out. I hoed myself. I had the – like if you look at the league or like the NFL season this past season, the top performing fantasy kicker is the one I drafted. I dropped him week two. Which one was it? I don't remember. I dropped him week two. And then Mason picked him up. I ended up playing Mason in the finals. And I was like, if I lose, 
because of this kicker, I'm going to be kicking myself in the face because I'm going to be so mad. But I beat him pretty like handily. Um, Devontae Adams carried me so hard. I, I owe him such like a blowy for just really helping me out this season. <laughs> like, granted, he was out for six games, but I mean, besides that, he was just such a workhorse. That guy just was nuts. This is not a fantasy podcast, but it's kind of turned into that. I'm just so good, but you know, did you win your fantasy league? I knew you're in the play, you're in the championship. Uh, I lost strictly because I played against Aaron Rodgers, Alvin Kamara, and Devontae Adams. Oh, you can't beat that. That's like, I mean, I had those three people. That's like 100 points just between the three of them. I mean, it's not like my team was some slouch. I, I ended up losing by like 35 points, and it was strictly because of Kamara's like 56 point game. Right, like what if you take if you take if you give him like the same amount of like normal points he was getting per game, we basically would have tied. It would have been much more competitive. It's just how am I supposed to predict never, Alvin Kamara was going to get six touchdowns? And that was like that week is a big like championship week in fantasy. I want to know how many people won their league because of him and him alone. I do know from ESPN leagues. The two most popular players on championship-winning rosters were Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Uh, well, they combine. You're right. They they are like the they are. You like people either two. having both of them on the roster or one of the two. That was the most popular. popular. I had Josh Allen on my on my roster, so I mean that You're makes welcome. sense. You're welcome. I did uh, for anyone who doesn't know. I did kind of help part of. Draft. You picked a couple players. You yeah. picked a couple. Why well, draft? You got to my house. At towards the tail end of our draft, we're ba- we're drafting our bench players. Yeah, and so we, you drafted me, um, Ronald Jones. I think you drafted me. I got you, Ronald Jones, and which Josh ended Allen. up being a really good pick. And Josh Allen was also a pretty good pick. And then there's somebody else you picked me. I think they end up getting hurt or something. Um, but wow, I couldn't imagine Ezekiel Elliott did not think he was going to go downhill the way he did. The Cowboys. Well, yeah, well, that's just. Because of that's just unlucky. That's yeah. just, you just can't. You can't predict. I mean, that. Zeke was. I remember you were like, "Holy shit, my team is just godly." Like you were unbeatable for the first was, four weeks, and it was because it was unfair how many points I was scoring, and how good my team was. And then, like, Dak got hurt, and it just completely ruined the Cowboys' yeah, offense. This is the last thing I'll say about fantasy. We'll move on. We'll probably have to end the podcast here in a second. But I am a huge, huge, huge advocate of not talking shit. In sports, the more you talk shit, in my opinion, the more you lose. Prime example: last week, Pittsburgh Steelers, Juju Smith-Schuster saying the Browns are the Browns, we're not worried about them, and them getting whooped on in the first quarter by the Browns and losing. I mean, prime example. I think the counterpoint to that is: the more humble I was in fantasy, the more I won. I don't even think it's like a humble or like braggadocious like difference. It's like being good and knowing you're good is fine. But there's like a certain way of approaching shit talking when you know you're better than the other person you're playing against or other team you're playing against. And when you just outright are t- saying the other team sucks, that's when you're asking for it. We were in NFL, an NFL caliber yeah. program. Yeah. As to if, anyone can win in that if situation. If it's more of like a uh, saying, we're going to do our thing. We know how good we are. If we go out there and play our own game. Well, we can beat anybody type thing where you're basically saying the other team has no shot at beating you because you think you're so much better, but you're not directly saying the other team sucks. And that's kind of that like happy medium of talking your shit 
and letting everyone know how you actually feel. I feel like Tom Brady's probably one of the best people at doing that, which same with LeBron. Yeah. One more crazy study that I saw recently that um, being homeless is bad for your health. It's been proven now. I would have I, never guessed. I know that's shocking, but yeah, being homeless is bad for your health. They also say that, um, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say that, but. <laughs> is it one of those dad jokes? Yeah. It is. If you don't know, Carter is synonymous with like every day well, sending like, an email out to his work group yeah. that includes or like the my dad favorite thing, like, like the, the, the stats are in and the analysis show that the Mexican drug war has led to more deaths. Who would have known? Not me. I would. I never. I never. I never would have known. Never could have guessed that. But here we are. I made myself. I made my way onto cartel TikTok, and I've never been more excited. I think all of that kind of started with Norb. Oh, that's one of the other things that happened. Norb is. Oh yeah, Norb. Mo- well, they don't know. It. We've never talked about Norb on the podcast. Well, we. Uh, I like because I knew we had talked about trying to get him on the podcast. We can still we can still call in remotely. Yeah, it's true. It's just I know he's so busy because if you don't know Norb. Uh, moved to North Carolina yep, he's, to he's start manage and run a company that his dad bought a part of. True, and so nice. like Norb has only been there for like a week or two, and has just been trying to like figure out how to like configure payroll. Yeah, he's like, how do I do invoices? <laughs> how do I like log typical, all of this for taxes? Yeah, regular and, business shit. Yeah, you know, like up to this point, all he's ever done is just worked concrete for his dad's company and never had to deal with any of the like financial side and like um, PR stuff in terms of managing employees and, and whatnot. So I miss him already. We, so I learned, so the problem with calling in on the podcast, what we need to do is he seems to record his audio locally, like while also being on the phone or something with us and send me that audio. And then we just like, Put it in. Just line up the, the tracks. Yeah, with yeah. the recording. That's what everyone's doing. So I was like, how the hell are all these podcast people doing it remotely and making it sound so good? That's what it is. And they're just recording it locally on their computer while in Discord. So that they're having a normal conversation while recording it locally. Yeah, they also typically, whenever they do those video podcasts, is they're using multiple cameras. Yeah. Where like they're kind of shitty Logitech webcam is the one that's being used for Discord. But their DSLR camera is the one recording them that they'll use for the recording of the podcast. I do have a DSLR camera, and if we can get the podcast back up and going, I want to start using that. I was was excited and sad. I had the opportunity to move back towards where Blake lives, back over by the Plano area. Um, I had a job offer to do some stuff with... um, Another company as a mortgage loan officer, and I'm not taking it. I'm staying where I am. Uh, but you know, I I'm, I was bummed out to go over there, but excited to be back near you and we do the podcast and stuff, and being near Jake. But they're about to be back over to Fort Worth. So needless to say, long story short, I'm staying in Fort Worth. But I want to get the podcast back up and going in a, a decent rate. It's just so hard, man. Like there's just so much shit going on, and we both have like full time big boy jobs, life. You know, going on, you know, I have the girlfriend, she has a kid. That takes up a lot of my time and energy. So, I mean, it's just like a lot of things happening at any given moment. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say that it's we forgot about the podcast because there are so we many... We talk about it all the time. Yeah, there are so many times where it's like, okay, you know, because if you don't know, T 
typically before we record, we like to be so many, at least so many drinks in just to kind of be. Yeah, typically we'll make sure like we get a pack of White Claws, we're two in. We'll usually drink two or three while we're recording. And we'll, and I'm pretty good about having an agenda. Like we'll have a couple of things we're going to talk about, make sure we know what's going on. And like, you know, we'll, we'll tell each other throughout the week, hey, I have a good story to tell you. But we're gonna say it for the podcast, just like how the bachelor party story. Yeah, but it's just I want to record in person because it's a it's a better experience. But Jake lives so far away. He lives far away. By the time you usually get here, it's about forty five minutes to an hour to record a podcast, and it takes a minute to get set up. By the time you get here, usually the girlfriend and kid are here, and so I'm playing with them and watching a movie or have some else. It's just like, yeah, it's so hard. So I want to designate like a time. Like, let's do like a time. I just need to give you like a microphone and just say like, take this home. And then we just do a discord like that. And you just email me or like upload the audio somewhere somehow. And I just do it. I mean, I did get a new um, headset headset that does have a nicer microphone. um, And I use it for. Well, I have that Yeti snowball. Just take that. Oh, yeah. Could do that. Yeah. Just take that and Uh, just use that. Because uh, when it comes to, I, I think it's also too because the other program that we originally used when we were doing like those in air clean, clean feed, uh, Zoom meeting esque like podcast type thing. Yeah, it's was, called Clean Feed. What we're using, is, like where you call in. There was everything from like random points where like if the audio wasn't perfectly set up, the other person might not hear exactly what you said, or like due to internet issues there could be yeah. like certain points where you miss out on something and it cause and plus like you aren't seeing them like their facial expression so it makes it harder to kind of feel where they're at in terms of it's just a lot nicer story. just to see each other being in person is ideal but at the end of the day as long as we just upload something i've also noticed that i have some podcasts i listen to a lot that have like the worst audio quality but it's just I the think content that's like is kind what of matters. like a move those purpose, purposely like make their setup scuffed where it's just awful. Well, it, has more it like, makes it seem more casual. Yeah, it's a more like generic feel of like, oh, we don't care, laid back. Because if you didn't know this, uh, I found this out through Twitter the other day is uh, most, uh, in air quotes, amateur porn stars oh my, are, not, are not actually amateurs, right? Like they're signed to someone with a contract to an actual like porn company. And Today I learned. when you th- when you think about it like every modern phone at this point can shoot and record in 4K. Yeah. But they still do every amateur porn film in 1080p because 1080p looks more like homegrown and like actually also, like amateurly done. Have you seen the 8K cameras for NFL games? Who would want to watch porn in 8K or 4K? No one wants to watch. No one wants to see that. They don't want that. Like, as good as it is to have high quality video, I don't need to see like an 8K video of, of someone getting railed. That's the last thing I need in my life. Like, that doesn't. That doesn't. Like, I think if you're one of those atten- like those attention to detail people, and you're looking for that kind of thing, that's where VR stuff comes into play. Oh my lord, Addison looked up porn on the VR headset the other day. He said he's not a fan of it. Nolan, I've, I looked it up. Nolan too. just walked into the room, and I think Nolan might remember the time where we we brought a VR headset into the Sigep house, and we passed it around, and we we're all watching porn. 
Yes, oh, I was there too, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want to talk about it? You're just going to be no, quiet? No, come on. Come on, Nolan. Forget that's talking to a microphone. Talking, to, Pick someone's mic and talk into it. I mean, I don't uh, remember much because I was probably hammered then, but uh, what I do remember is, who was it that came in and did that? I think it might have been Ryan McConnell. It was something like that, and I was literally just uh, standing in the room. This is before I came out, and everyone's just watching porn on the headset and like, normally you want to try? I'm like, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll pass on that one. So, uh, yeah, it was a... Well, Sigup House has been full of weird experiences overall. Did you live in the house? Um, kind of. I uh, lived there my freshman year summer with uh, Theo, uh... Because I was living at home, but I just stayed in his room for so long and on the sick-up couch out in the big room for, like, five days out of the week. No, I will say, I think that happened to a lot of people where, like, they technically never signed a contract to live at the house. But at some point in time... They were bumming. They were, you know, because that's what happened when I lived there, is Ricky didn't even ever sign a contract, but he slept on the pull-out couch in my room. Really? Yeah, for an entire semester. He didn't what? stay there every night. He if because he had night classes. Oh, uh, that makes more sense. Is if he had a night class, he would just instead of driving home to Capel, Capel. I mean, I call it Capel. What do you call it, Nolan? Capel. Like Capel or Capel? Capel. Were you saying to the mic so everyone knows the right way to say it? Capel. Thank you. It's Cop. No, Capel. Who's? I've never heard anyone call it Capel. I mean, I played against. Like several of their people from their high school growing up, and they always said it that Can we way. Google it. I mean, I always say legs as legs. So we should that well, that disqualifies. No I mean, I I feel like it's the difference between like caramel and caramel, right? Like, oh, hold on, time you out. knew exactly what city I was talking no, about. No, 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 no. Big, this is a big one. Crown or crayon? It's crayon, right? Yeah, it's crayon, right? Okay, because Mackenzie keeps telling Landry crown. I'm like, no, Landry. Mom's dumb. That's not it. It's crayon. Crayon. Yeah, can you make... Crayola. How do you make it say this text? Oh, oh. Another one on how to say pecan. Not pecan, it's pecan. I think, I don't know. It's Some of it's like southern twin like differences. Is... I mean, it's soda pop. What do you say? I found myself saying uh, found myself pop the other day, which I don't know why I said it. It's soda. I'm trying to look some up. These are good. Oil, 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 oil. Drawer, drawer, drawer. Drawer. I say drawer. 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 Bag. I think this is like a New York, like Northeast, like, like you know how we say bag and they might say like bag. But then again, us and a whole group says personal gif or jif. No one had a hard time with that. Either curs or cores. Is it gif or it's curs? Is it gif or jif? Jif. It's actually GIF. it's actually gif, but the internet. Always calls it vase, 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 and then boss water. Uh-huh. Okay, what is this? Mauve, mauve, mauve. I don't even know. Jewelry, jewelry. There's no other way to say that. Uh, what the fuck are these words? These are almond, almond. Yeah, how... sherbet. I know some people would call it sherbet. Sherbet. I call it sherbet. Well, no, because see, I, there's a lot of people. I see. I just fucked it up. I put an R at the end and called it Sherbert. Yeah, Sherbert. Yeah, but people say that. That's the thing. It literally says right here, nope, there's no R in the second syllable. Yep. So Sherbert. Foyer? Some people call it foyer. 
That's that's ridiculous. I think that's. I think it has something to do. It originates from. I've, I don't know. There's so many of these. Read, live, wind, wound, tear, bow. None of these. There's no other. We've gone off on a weird tangent here. 